Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. Games coming out next week include Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition, Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire, Journey to the Savage Planet, Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire Ultimate Edition, Music Racer, Code Shifter, Hyperdot, and Coffee Talk. New games coming to Xbox Game Pass for console include A Plague Tale Innocence and Divisible on January 23rd, and Sea Salt and Fishing Sim World Pro Tour on January 30th. Now on last week's biggest news stories, and we have eight to cover this week. Number one, alleged Xbox Series X console photos leak online. Matt Perslow at IGN writes, A set of photographs uploaded online show off what is purportedly a prototype Xbox Series X. If real, this is the first time we have seen the console in anything other than official marketing materials. The photos which were uploaded to NeoGAF and then circulated on Twitter show the front and back of an Xbox One Series X. The backplate of the console features the text prototype not for sale, as well as a serial number and a placeholder next to the product name. It's unclear how legitimate these images are. In the recent past, upcoming consoles have been faked through 3D printing, and so this could simply be a mock-up. But should they be real, the images do give us insight into the physical capabilities of the Xbox Series X. The ports on the back of the console demonstrate a fairly typical arrangement, including a single HDMI out. The HDMI in that characterized the Xbox One is notably missing, an Ethernet port, optical port, and two USB Type-A ports. The only odd port on the console is a long rectangular slot with no description printed on the case. Therat reports that this is used for diagnostic reports and won't be present on the final console, but we won't know the validity of this claim until official images of the final console are seen. This one has been making the round, so it is cool to see finally what the game console will look like up close and personal and what the ports are on the back if it is all true. Everyone should remember the rumored and purportedly real Nintendo Switch leaks before this Switch was officially announced. It had a little display touchscreen looking thing that kind of looked like an iPhone, but those were all fake. Only time will tell if this is real and hopefully we have an event soon, and if not, June in E3. Number two, Ninja Theory announces Project Mara. This is by Don Matthews, commercial director of Ninja Theory on Xbox Wire. Today we are announcing Project Mara, our new in-development experimental title that explores new ways of storytelling and we're excited to share the first details with you. Project Mara will be a real-world and grounded representation of mental terror. Based on real lived experience accounts and in-depth research, our aim is to recreate the horrors of the mind as accurately and realistically as possible. Project Mara will be an experimental title and a showcase of what could become a new storytelling medium. Since joining Xbox Game Studios in 2018, we've been hard at work on our upcoming multiplayer brawler Bleeding Edge, our new recently announced innovative R&D project The Insight Project, and of course Senua's Saga Hellblade 2. These projects will continue to drive our development goals for the next few years and will help shape Ninja Theory's vision for our future. If you haven't watched the trailer already for this, please go and watch it. I for one have become a huge fan of Ninja Theory and that is really just based off of Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. The experience of playing that game with headphones and the care that they tended to mental health was amazing and I love what they put together. It does seem like they're stretching themselves a little thin being such a small studio, but now with the money and support of Xbox being part of Xbox Game Studios, I hope that all of these projects become good and are real and we get to play them, hopefully within the next few years. Number 3. Xbox players are digging out their old 360s to get around Microsoft's gamertag restrictions. 
Ethan Gotcha Kotaku writes, Last year Microsoft shrunk the character limit for gamer tags from 15 down to 12, but recently players discovered that that limit does not apply on Xbox 360. In a post shared yesterday on Reddit, user Taylor's username pointed out that when you go to change your gamer tag using the Xbox 360 interface, it lets you make up on to 15 characters long. I grabbed my Xbox 360 down from the attic to double check this wasn't just some weird glitch, and sure enough it was ready to let me lengthen my gamer tag as well. It even auto-generated options that were 15 characters long. When Microsoft changed the character limits on gamer tags last year, it also added unobtrusive numerical suffixes so that multiple people could use the same handle if they wanted to. It certainly seems like the new 12 character limit is to make room for the suffix. Of course, it still costs $10 to change your gamer tag, and while the new one will be displayed in-game, the old one will still be tagged to your account. I wanted to include this story as it's a neat little workaround if for some reason you want to get that gamer tag a little extra long with a few more characters. I for one won't need this as I will be Bros 93 for a very long time. Follow me on Xbox. Number 4. Wasteland Remastered releases next month into Xbox Game Pass. A remaster for the 80s RPG Wasteland was announced by InXile Entertainment back in 2018. Now InXile has finally shared a release date for Wasteland Remastered, and fans don't need to wait much longer. The post-apocalyptic RPG comes to Windows, Xbox One, and Xbox Game Pass on February 25th. At the moment, we aren't sure what version of the Game Pass service the remaster will be coming to. The tweet only mentions Xbox Game Pass, but with the game's original success on PCs back in the 80s, and the fact that the game is releasing on Windows, GOG, and Steam, we're hoping the title will come to Xbox Game Pass for PC. Wasteland Remastered isn't the only Wasteland game coming this year. The third entry in the series, Wasteland 3, releases on May 19th, where players will take on the role of a desert ranger who is fighting a losing battle to keep Arizona alive. The Patriarch of Colorado has offered his support. Only if you rescue his lands from his three bloodthirsty children, players will venture to the frozen wastes of Colorado and will have to make difficult moral choices and make sacrifices that will change the game world. Wasteland Remastered is a great way for people new to the series to check out the Wasteland universe, while Wasteland 2 Director's Cut is currently available to play in Xbox Game Pass. I for one am very glad that this game will be coming to Xbox Game Pass and hopefully for console for me. I've personally never played a Wasteland game, but now since InXile is part of Xbox Game Studios and is first party, I will be checking out Wasteland 3, so I will absolutely try and start with the remastered of the first game. Number 5. Dying Light 2 Delayed Indefinitely Dev Confirms Jeremy Winslow at GameSpot writes, Techland has confirmed that Dying Light 2 has been delayed. The game was originally scheduled to land in Spring 2020, but the studio has officially pushed the Dying Light sequel indefinitely for the time being. The developer tweeted out a statement saying it needs more time on the project. Quote, we were initially aiming for a Spring 2020 release with Dying Light 2, but unfortunately we need more development time to fulfill our vision, end quote. Techland wrote, quote, we will have more details to share in the coming months and we'll get back to you as soon as we have information, end quote. A disappointing update I'm sure for all the Dying Light fans, I only played a few hours of the first one and enjoyed it, but unfortunately just got busy with something else. I do hate that this is one of the games where we've seen so many times now at different trade shows, and the game is still not out, and no release date yet. I really wish game developers would hold games closer to their release until they showed them so that they wouldn't build up hype and disappointment every time that they continue to delay the game. Number 6, Apex Legends Season 4 introduces New Legend Forge. Adam Bankhurst at IGN writes, Apex Legends Season 4 will begin on February 4th, 2020, and with it comes a brand new charismatic legend named Forge. 
The new season is titled Assimilation and also arrives with a new battle pass, a new bolt action sniper rifle with a charge mechanic called the Sentinel, and changes to rank mode. Furthermore, February 4th marks the one year anniversary since Apex Legends was released, and free login gifts will be given to players, including gun charms and a specific badge depending on how long you've been playing Respawn's Battle Royale. While we know what Forge looks like, there was no footage yet revealed of this new legend who is confident yet humble, and uses his size, strength, and heavy duty shatter gauntlets to battle his opponents into submission. Congrats to Apex Legends and on their new season and anniversary coming soon in the coming weeks. I remember when this game was announced, what, the day or two prior to its release, and I couldn't believe that such a AAA game from one of my favorite developers now in Respawn was having such a surprise release and it ended up being as good as it was. Go play Apex Legends or try it if you have not. Number 7, Modern Warfare's latest patch adds a crossbow. Austin Goslin at Polygon writes, The latest patch for Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and this time Infinity Ward is giving players a crossbow, but they have to earn it. The new weapon comes in the patch along with a few bug fixes and some buffs to weapons that could use the assistance. The notes don't include much information on the crossbow, but it appears that players will be able to earn it as soon as they load into a game on the January 22nd patch. The notes say that players can unlock the weapon by using a marksman rifle with a reflex optic to get 5 kills in 25 different matches. There's another playlist update with this patch as well which removes Shoot House 24-7 and adds in a mode called Shoot the Ship. The patch also gives players 5 additional loadout slots so you can build a few more weapon combinations. A new toy to play with for all the Call of Duty Modern Warfare fans. Last week me and some of my high school buddies all got on and played Call of Duty Modern Warfare. We had 6 people together and that was the first time that's happened in many years and it is now one of my most memorable gaming experiences in the last year. Hopefully we can keep that up and do that more regularly. And number 8, Mortal Kombat Collection rated for multiple platforms by European Ratings Agency. Luke Riley at IGN writes, A collection of Mortal Kombat remasters that Warner Brothers reportedly pulled the plug on back in early 2019 appears to have been resurrected based on a new rating spotted in the pan-European game information PEGI database. Mortal Kombat Collection Online for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch has been rated PEGI 18 due to frequent strong violence. The entry could still be found in the PEGI rating database at the time of writing. The explanatory text provided alongside the new PEGI rating describes Mortal Kombat Collection Online as, quote, the original Mortal Kombat trilogy that Mortal Kombat fans always wanted, end quote, and makes reference to, quote, upgraded art, gameplay, and online features, end quote. For all you hardcore Mortal Kombat fans, it looks like the originals might be coming back in a new big way. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox. And this one is credit to Joe Scrubbles at GamesRadar.com, discussing favorite games of the original Xbox era executives. The three executives' favorite original Xbox games are Peter Moore loved Crimson Skies, the first game he played when he arrived at Microsoft, Phil Spencer, our lord and savior now, loved Voodoo Vince, the first game he completed with his daughters, and Seamus Blackley loved Psychonauts, although he rather cruelly jokes that it's forgotten action-adventure Azoric Rise of Parathia. Thank you guys all for listening to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I played some Call of Duty with my friends, but otherwise have not played too many games. I've been trying to marathon Star Wars The Clone Wars on Disney+, Plus in anticipation of the new season in February. This is my first time through the series, and I've been really enjoying it thus far. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Broza93. I hope you all have a great week, and keep on gaming.